This is the Overclocked Podcast, a dose of video game music and conversation from ocremix.org. This week, we begin again with the Remix Rewind, a new segment, Creative Exploration by Ben Burns, and a playlist of piano music, both soothing and otherwise. Welcome, welcome one and all to the Overclocked Podcast. My name is Jack, and hey, welcome back. It's been a little while. A lot of the regular contributors had some personal life stuff happen, uh, kind of all at once. And as a side effect, we've had this gap in between our last episode and now. But worry not, we should be getting back on our feet and back on track soon enough. Uh, one thing we're in the process of doing is moving the back end of operations from the Whales Are Whales crew over to OC Remix itself. Uh, this will be going on in the background, but in the meantime, you can still find the podcast over at whalesarewhales.com. And we owe gratitude to Stephen and Cameron for helping us out with all this. And thank you guys for all the hard work you do. We'll see what changes this brings eventually. Meanwhile, the podcast is still a collaborative effort that everyone is welcome to contribute. We mainly organize our efforts over on the Overclock Podcast Discord channel, which we'll put a link to in the show notes. You can also tweet to us at OCR Podcast, and we also have a space on the OCR forums. So, if you feel up to hosting the Remix Rewind or just suggesting songs to the playlist, there are many ways to comment and contribute. Today on the Remix Rewind, we'll check out releases from the last few weeks over on Overclocked Remix, including the new Hometown Heroes album, a sweet album with a sweet theme of Sweet Town theme music from Sweet RPGs. Sweet. Uh, this album has quite a nice selection, including a rare but welcome track from DJ Pretzel himself. And we hope you'll be inspired to check out the full album at hometown.ocremix.org. We also have a nice surprise for you all. A new segment called Creative Exploration by composer and developer Ben Burns, who was on the show back in episode 78. In the first installment, he talks about talking about your work. Ben's insights are useful for creative people, but it also applies to representing you and your work in other fields as well. We think you'll be getting some good food for thought here, so listen on. Thanks to Ben, and also Stephen, for his behind-the-scenes work in bringing this segment to life. And of course, the last item of business we have is the playlist. Patchpen emptied the jackpot on piano puns last time, so let's just say, look forward to that. And now, let's get into the Remix Rewind. Bag Full of Kinstones opens up the Hometown Heroes representation on this Remix Rewind. Lemon Centric, formerly known as Hylian Lemon, provides OCR its first remix from The Legend of Zelda The Minish Cap. Let's refer to a bunch of lovely comments from the reviews forum. First off, Tamias222 says, Lemon Centric's been going the more lo-fi route lately. I think his earlier work mixed in more organic flavor, but I can still dig this new retro palette he has going on here. A nice and full Genesis bass foundation along with the similarly old-school leads make for a welcoming presentation with some homey feels. Rebecca Tripp comments, This was a lot of fun to listen to. Almost feels like a hybrid of Minish Cap and a Sonic game. I liked the little nod to the Picori Festival music. And finally, add.mix opines, It's very sugary sweet. I love the vibes that this gives off. It makes me happy listening to it. And I like music that makes me happy.
DJ Pretzel participates in this album, leveraging the theme to be in his comfort zone, funky renditions of classic Sega tunes. A Town That's Right For Me is a rhythmic renovation of the town theme from Fantasy Star 3. Fans of old-school OC remixery will be pleased to hear these funked-up tones once more. Lemon Lime reviews, This is so different from anything I've heard before. I really like it. Reminds me a little of Toe Jam and Earl. Thaneros on YouTube also confirmed the Toe Jam and Earl vibes. And there was overall an appreciation of Genesis and Fantasy Star coverage in the comments. Good times. Next up is Sweet Dreams Koholint, again from the Hometown Heroes album. Many of you probably recognize this from the Game Boy classic Zelda Link's Awakening. Album director Demons leads this collaboration of family and friends, with Christine Guiger, his mom, on cello, and Dennis Bluto on flute. We have a concise DJ Pretzel one-liner for this one. Beautiful, graceful, and inspiringly positive chamber piece with spirit and soul. This wonderful piece serves as the closing track on the Hometown Heroes album, leaving you with a warm and sweet aftertaste, like a cup of hot cocoa. To put it in other words, in fact, YouTube commenter Wrongdoor's words, like the musical representation of a huge plush seagull. Jorito is a master collaborator. In the write-up of his Suikoden 3 tune, Home Again, DJ Pretzel compliments his ability to not only collaborate, but to finish ambitious collaborative concepts with work that resonates and does those concepts justice. Well put. Jorito is of course not the only part of the equation, with Earth Kid providing vocals and most of the lyrics, and the listener should make sure to also check out her solo track on the album, Dream Till Tomorrow. YouTube commenter Flagon777 is very appreciative. Chisha Village is still one of my top favorite tracks in Suikoden 3, but this, this is just incredible. I'm literally speechless from what's been done to it. 
Chisha Village sounds like they upgraded from comfortable farm village to the nightlife club culture, and I love it. Nine Inch Super Mushrooms is the name of this highly conceptual, highly inspired remix from Chimpzilla and Blind. Initially born out of Chimpzilla's idea to remake a famous mashup of Nine Inch Nails' Closer and Super Mario Bros. music as a proper OC remix, she sent the initial whip to collaborator Blind, and the project quickly escalated to a rapid back and forth of ideas and execution. It's a pretty cool story, and the write-up to this remix is worth checking out. Unsurprisingly, there was lots of excitement over in the YouTube comments for this one, but we love to quote the creepy pro when we can. Legends walk among us yet again and grace us with their musical prowess once more. I wasn't sure I would see either Remixer on this side again, but to get both and in one song, it's more than I could ever have hoped for. This is amazing. The progression and the mixing is masterful. Yep, sounds like the professional of the creepy variety is definitely a fan. long-anticipated Saiken Densetsu 3 album, In a Thousand Years, is Juan Medrano's solo contribution to Songs of Light and Darkness. Remixing Weird Counterpoint from Saiken Densetsu 3, it combines yearning guitar with a high-energy syncopated rock drumming to a great effect. Album director Rosovian commented the following on YouTube, That bell sound is really sweet, 
Today, that's what stands out. And then another day, it's the driving groove, or the expressive lead guitar. There's so much to like. And he goes on to dryly add, the title might be a reference to the album's release date. We had a modest pace on this album. That might be so, but tracks like these made the gargantuan Saiken Densetsu 3 tribute worth waiting for. Remixes and more, head on over to ocremix.org. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the segment of this podcast called Creative Exploration. My name is Ben underscore Burns, and I love to talk about all various facets of creativity, whether that comes from bettering yourself as an artist or starting to work as building a business and a career about creating things or just kind of bettering yourself as a person through your art. I love exploring all of these various topics and trying to figure out, you know, how they tick and how you can kind of work with them into bettering yourself as a creator and as a business and as a person. This week, I wanted to talk about something that everybody hates to do, and that's talking about yourself. Um, And I think that everybody hates to do it because it's, it's so very, very hard. And I completely get that. Um, not necessarily the introvert extrovert thing. I think that everybody can have some extroversion and and so forth. Um, it's just hard to talk about yourself because when you talk about yourself, you feel like you're talking, like you're talking yourself up. You feel like you're full of yourself. And I feel that there's a way to talk about yourself that doesn't make you feel full of yourself. And it also doesn't really, uh, extend that vibe out to people who are listening to you. Um, because the problem is that it is very hard. It's very hard to talk about yourself in a way that doesn't feel like you're just trying to balloon your own ego up. Um, but I've found that being able to talk about yourself and your art is one of the most valuable things that you can do to not only, um, describe the work that you create, but also to build a portfolio, build like a resume, um, being able to communicate, what your art is and how it functions and just generally convey the the message that you have to other people in a way that they'll understand and it just doesn't feel like you're just shouting about yourself and it's it's not easy but it's doable and i wanted to talk about that um the first thing is probably the most difficult thing and that's just being able to get comfortable talking about yourself or just being able to get comfortable talking to anybody. I know that when I started being more public with my creative work, I had a very, very hard time talking about it. Um, Not necessarily anything in particular, just talking about it in general. Like I was embarrassed is the wrong word, but I was, I was skeptical I was skeptical on the quality of the work that I was making and I didn't know if it was the type of work that other people would enjoy so I tended to kind of mumble and not really talk about it I was just like yeah well I, I write music and 
you know, I, I have an album out and I think it's pretty good. And, you know, it's, it's, you're, you, you don't have that confidence when you're talking about, when you're talking about yourself or just when you're talking to people in general. And it's important to have that confidence and to be comfortable when you're talking because when you're uncomfortable talking about this stuff, you tend to stutter, you tend to like jump over your own words and it doesn't really help because you start being vague about what you want to talk about. And it's important to be very clear about what you want to talk about because otherwise you're just spouting out gibberish and people might not necessarily understand what you're trying to say. Or worse, they might misinterpret what you're trying to say as something completely different. And you don't want to be vague about this because you don't want to give people the wrong idea about what you're doing and you want to make sure that they have a clear idea of what you're trying to say. I mean, that's kind of the whole point of communication in general is to be very clear about what you're trying to say. And my best advice for getting comfortable um, talking to people is to talk to people you already know and you already talk to, whether that's friends or family or, or friends online. You know, all of that works great. Um, it's just being able to sit down and talk to people about your work. And I'm sure you talk to people about your creative work, but you might not fully express yourself with it where you don't really go into detail about what you're trying to convey with the message or what you're trying to convey with the song that you have. Um, and I think that it's important to be able to have the ability to sit down and talk to people comfortably about this stuff and not feel embarrassed or guilty or any of the other strange emotions that come with being an artist. And I think that once you get comfortable with that, you can work on the words that you actually use to talk about it. And I found that the most valuable thing that you can do when you are talking about your work is to put a very slight amount of distance between you and the work that you create. So instead of talking about your project, you're talking about the project. And now that feels like a very slight difference when it comes to wording, but I think that that really makes all the difference in the world because you're not just talking about like you, you're not talking about you, 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 you're talking about something that you're working on, something that you're working with. And that's another thing that is an entity outside of you that you are, that you're working with. And it might be a weird way of looking at it, but consider it as if it is a collaboration with the universe rather than everything just pouring out of your own head like you have all the answers. And I've found that being able to put that slight distance between um, me and my art allows me to talk about it in a much clearer and firmer sense because rather than getting all flowery with adjectives and how I personally feel about it, I'm able to talk about the work from an objective point of view where instead of being like, oh, well, this is like a beautiful take on the autumn leaves. It's, it's just like, you know, this is my interpretation of the autumn leaves. And it's, it, it takes away some of the story and everything that you've built up in your own head and it allows the listener, it allows the person experiencing that art to uh, enjoy um, experiencing that art for the first time. Um, because I feel that everybody experiences art different, differently. Even if it is the same art, it's still different to each person who experiences it. And more to that point, I found that it works better if you talk about what other people think about the art um, rather than what you think about it. And, you know, that makes sense. People uh, appreciate multiple opinions and obviously you're biased because you made it. So it's, it's cool to be able to bring in other people's opinions. And, and I'm not talking like steam reviews. It's like, you know, I enjoyed this nine out of 10. Um, it's, it's more talking about, you know, like, you know, this is how this person felt when they experienced it. And, and, and if you can get that kind of information, if you can get that kind of data from people, I think that it's incredibly valuable when you're building a resume or when you're building a portfolio or something where you're giving it in a professional uh, setting, uh, being able to convey that kind of information is really, really, really important. And again, it's, it's important to focus on uh, talking about your work simply. You don't want to put all of these flourishes and embellishments on your discussion about the art because it's 
just makes you come off as pretentious. It makes you sound like you're full of yourself because you're just building up all of this stuff about your work. And it's hard for people to tell whether or not you're just really passionate about your project or if you're full of yourself or even worse, if you don't feel strongly about your work and you have to make up for it in some way by adding all of these flowery words around it rather than just making something that you're completely confident in. And I mean, I guess this really comes back to just having confidence in yourself. And that is a hard hill to climb. But if you want to be more productive and more connected as an artist, you can learn to be confident in yourself and your work. It does take time. It takes a lot of time. Um, And it can take dedication too. But I feel that in time, with practice you can become more confident in the work that you do and you can use that confidence to tell people about your work and expand your reach and expand your brand and have more people experience your work. Um, because as a creator, most of us anyway, as a creator, um, that's what we want. We want more people to experience our art, to feel that little fragment inside of ourselves, to share that with other people. And that's one of the more valuable things that we can do. And being able to get that out there, especially in the climate of social media right now, where everybody is yelling for everybody else's attention, it's very hard to get people to notice what you do. And being able to talk about yourself confidently, but not overly full of yourself, being able to express your ideas succinctly and being able to get them out there can help very much in getting more people to notice your work. And when you do get people to notice, then you have the ability to explain to them the point of your work or being able to just explain how you did it and being confident in what you do there. And really the final point that I wanted to make in this, and I mentioned this a little bit earlier, is that you and your art are separate entities. The art may have came from your mind, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's yours in the uh, the holistic sense. Um, because really, I mean, from a legal standpoint, obviously it's still yours and and all of that. But what I mean by that is once somebody else listens to your art and that resonates with them in some emotional way, that becomes theirs, um, because that art has been mutated by their emotions, by their past, by their experiences, um, because everybody experiences art differently. And it's important to keep in mind that even though you made it, everybody experiences that art differently. And you've got to respect that. So really, that's all I had for this topic today. Um, Thank you so much for listening. If you wanted more stuff from me, you can find me on Twitch, Twitter, Patreon, and YouTube at Ben underscore Burns. That's B-U-R-N-E-S. Be remarkable. Playlist is a regular collection of listener-submitted recommendations so we can all discover music together. This episode's theme is... Piano. Fool's Gold, originally from Seiken Densetsu 3, remixed by Karth and Medio Xavier on the Songs of Light and Darkness album. Submitted by Black Doom, who comments, Given the recent release of the SD3 album... This would be an absolutely well-timed pick. Powell has a really strong and cool melody, one of my favorites from the OST. I was really looking forward to listening to it, and it didn't disappoint. Huge kudos to Karth and Medio.
Under Construction from The Sims, submitted by Jack. Egypt theme on piano, originally from Plants vs. Zombies 2, arranged and performed by Lara Shigihara, and submitted by Patchpen. Milky, originally from Bomberman Hero, arranged and performed by Schnabubula, and submitted by Aino Keskitalo, who is enthusiastic. From Schnabubula's legendary VGM cast streams, this is perhaps the singular track that has stuck with me the most. Chill, catchy, and groovy.
Field of Hopes and Dreams, originally from Deltarune, arranged by Matthew Bridgeham, submitted by Slam Bob, who says, My friend Matthew has been making awesome piano covers this year, so I'm plugging him and his Deltarune cover. Everything's Alright, from To the Moon, by Lara Shigihara, submitted by John Bunday, who has sweet things to say. Gotta be everything alright from To the Moon, which is a beautiful end to the story. I dare you to not have a tear in your eye when you hear this while playing the game. Seller from Super Castlevania 4, 
submitted by Utopian Nemo, who says, I love this whole OST, but this track stands out as possibly my favorite. I even sampled it a long time ago and made a rap song about alien snatchers. Anyway, it's just grim and primal. Enjoy! Akagi Party, originally from Final Fantasy X-2, arrangement from Final Fantasy X-2 Piano Collection, submitted by Andrew Lures. Searching for Friends, originally from Final Fantasy VI, an arrangement from Piano Opera Final Fantasy 456, submitted by Phoenix Down.
that brings us to a close on episode 93. Hey, 100 is not that far off. And I hope I didn't just jinx it. Next episode's playlist theme is Winter Music. Send us some tunes that jingle and jangle, or ones that make you want to cozy up by the fireplace and drink some hot jones. You can send in your suggestions by December 14th via Twitter at OCR Podcast, over on our Discord channel, or on the forums at ocremix.org. It was really nice to get some Twitter submissions for the piano playlist, so please keep it up, and we'll see you next time. This week's lyrical wisdom. There's a zombie on your lawn. There's a zombie on your lawn. There's a zombie on your lawn. We don't want zombies on the lawn. Milky, originally from Bomberman Hero, arranged and performed by Schnabubula. Schnabubula. Schnabubula? Arranged and performed by Schnabubula. This is quite a name.